From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It's January 12th, 2020, and it was revealed to me during a walk down to Greenwich Village Comedy Club that the mild weather has brought out fun girls in miniskirts, and Valentine's Day is a month away. Will it hold? It's like 60 degrees outside. A Queens man is in custody today after police say he killed a defenseless 92-year-old woman earlier this week. The woman was attacked and left to die. A 28-year-old man arrested at Newark Liberty Airport after senselessly beating a flight attendant senseless before throwing a Port Authority cop down the airplane stairs in a massive passenger tantrum. My guest, comedian and lecturer from the distant and mysterious county of Suffolk, Jessica Rotundi will be on the show momentarily. Going back to the story of the 92-year-old woman found dead. Initially, it was believed she fell, and then the investigators determined that she was approached from behind, assaulted, and knocked to the ground. 21-year-old Riaz Khan of Richmond Hill, charged with two counts of second-degree murder and two counts of first-degree sexual abuse. In what Queens DA Melinda Katz described as a heinous attack, an assessment with which many would agree. The extremely elderly woman, a nonagenarian, was walking near her home in the early morning hours of January 6th when Khan allegedly threw her to the ground, sexually assaulted her, and fled the scene. Uh, Many questions here, and I'm certain most of them will go unanswered unless this goes to trial. Uh, Here's one. What sorts of things does a 92-year-old woman intend to do while walking the streets alone during the early morning hours? Maybe she left uh, the house to go get something, or was she still making her way home after brunch? Was this a random assault, or did he know her? Khan is charged with two counts of second-degree murder, but only one woman was found dead. Did the woman have two bodies, or did Khan simply kill one woman twice? As to the second-degree murder charge which in the law, I believe, involves uh, some form of intent to kill. How can they prove he intended to kill her when he threw her to the ground or sexually assaulted her? And no weapon is mentioned, so the only assault was that he did throw her to the ground. I could have killed her. But if not, the question, did 21-year-old Khan's sexual abuse kill the 92-year-old victim to the point of death? And if so, How? Without consulting an expert and in the absence of any further information, my guess would be the shocker. If Khan is convicted, he faces 25 years to life in prison. Uh, This is from uh, NBC in New York. Uh, The woman was found lying near her home along 127th Street in Richmond Hill. Now, normally the quotes from neighbors and the like in this type of story are fairly vanilla and don't bear discussion, but I saw something a little peculiar about this one. It's neighbor Anil Ram. He told NBC New York, if something like this can happen to an old lady like this, what else is going to happen to any other female? See, an old lady walking alone in the middle of the night is easier to sexually assault than a younger woman. So when you say, if something like this can happen to an old lady like this, well, the implication of that is pretty clear. Well, they're out fucking with super old ladies. What kind of shit would they do to a girl that's actually hot? I don't like that. One potential theory is being offered, though, responsive to my question about why the lady was out walking. Uh, According to NBC New York, Fuertes, that's the name of the uh, victim. I didn't give it earlier because, uh, you know, victim. Fuertes was known for her love of cats. 
Her doorstep was filled with cat food cans. Neighbors said she was known to go out late at night to buy cat food. Some wondered if she had been doing that when she was killed. Well, there's a reasonable likelihood then that Khan knew about these late night cat food buying excursions. Uh, neighbor Rom said, again, uh, she lived for her cats. She lived for her family. And it's a very sick thing what happened to her. And the entire community was just stunned, by the way. Uh, more than a few neighbors simply asked, why would someone harm her? And again, I don't like the way that sounds. A man was arrested at Newark Liberty Airport near the end of a United Express flight 4965 from D.C. to Newark. 28-year-old Matthew Dingley is charged with aggravated assault and resisting arrest after attacking a flight attendant, incessantly beating her as passengers tried to intervene. Mike Egbert was on the plane. She was four foot eight, a slight woman, yeah, petite, and I, I mean, this guy was clocking her. Port Authority police said that once on the ground, Dingley charged at a Port Authority cop and sent him tumbling down the stairs, leaving the officer with four broken ribs. Uh, according to Egbert, he picks up a police officer, throws them, down, throws a police officer while they're on the stairs on his back. Everybody in, on the plane went, "Oh my gosh." Uh, that's what everybody said. Oh, my gosh. Well, this uh, move uh, is what's commonly referred to as an escalation, and it proves one theory I have about this guy and the attack on the flight attendant. He's not sorry he did this. This is a very deep thing. I had a lot of other thoughts about the FAA and stuff, but I'm going to leave it at that for now. Six officers injured in all, they'll all recover, and the flight attendant has already been released from the hospital. Now, a quick word about the story that takes up the lion's share of the following interview with comedian and resident of New York City Crime Report film consultant Jessica Rotundi, distant county of Suffolk. Uh, the day uh, we recorded this, and this, this will be fairly obvious, we hadn't thoroughly researched the story, to say the least. It involves David Hay, who had served as school's chancellor, Richard Carranza's deputy chief of staff prior to being busted and charged for sex crimes against children. So I love this. I love any kind of a uh, sex offender being exposed in, in Carranza's regime as a chancellor, school's chancellor. The guy is like really the worst. Uh, to give you a succinct overview of the things that we are puzzling over during the interview, uh, Hay was arrested, David Hay, arrested for trying to have sex with a 14-year-old boy in Wisconsin. After booking a Whirlpool suite at an area best western, Hay backed out at the last minute, telling the presumed 14-year-old, who was actually an undercover cop, that he couldn't make it because his mother was sick, and also he cited concerns about our age diff, end quote. <laughs> our age diff, you see. Based on the rest, in, uh, based on their investigation of that, uh, up to that point, the police still obtained a, a search warrant for Hay's phone, and they found naked pictures of a former student at one of two schools in Wisconsin where Hay had served as a principal before joining the DOE and working in NYC and working in NYC as Chancellor Carranza's deputy chief of staff. Now, Hay has been released and is currently on home detention at his mother's home in Wisconsin. There's a little bit more here to add interest, and this week we don't cover in the interview. An investigation into David Hay's social media activity was shelved. They were looking at his social media activity, but the probe was stopped and, and uh, yeah, put on ice to prevent bad press during city mayor Bill de Blasio's very, very failed presidential run. According to a whistleblower letter, 
sent to three Democrats who serve on the city council. There was only one of nine, uh, that was only one of nine investigations which were shut down or interfered with by City Hall. The whistleblower also claimed that the special commissioner of investigations of city schools, that's a mouthful, okay? That's why they call it SCI. The SCI of city schools stalled a probe into city hall interference. Uh, and it was, a, it was a probe into city hall interference in a, into a long-running DOE investigation of yeshiva schools in New York City. So... The whistleblower claimed that the Special Commissioner of Investigations stalled a probe into City Hall's interference into a long-running DOE investigation of yeshiva schools in New York City. It's easy, right? Well, the SCI and the DOI have since reported that City Hall, in fact, interfered with the yeshiva probe to protect the integrity of Mayor de Blasio's bid for control over city schools. And that's the kind of shit that's going on in New York City. Uh, There'll be like a reset and enjoy Jessica Rotundi. Have a great day. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Oh, do you know about this uh, pedophile? Cops discovered naked pictures of a student on the phone of a fired top city department of education official. I don't know this. Busted busted for attempting to lure a 14-year-old to a hotel room. With a hot tub for sex. Oh, God. Wait, was that the lure? He sent There's her, a hot tub for sex. He sent her photos of the hot tub thinking that would be like the clincher. And well, Yeah, with an arrow pointing to it saying, this is for sex. <laughs> oh, so she's 14 and he's he's some high up well, in the education. Well, let's, let's read on. Okay, he, he's a top city <laughs> Department of Education official busted for attempting to lure that 14-year-old uh, to the hotel room. Uh, for, you know, a hot tub with sex <laughs> and naked pictures of that student were on that phone. Uh, so police found the images on former DOE deputy, chief of staff, long title, bad employee. Usually that's what I found. So David Hay is his name. Na- read, huh? Naked pictures of her were on his phone. Well, of a student, uh, but I don't know if it is... Uh, the same one. I think they took his phone when they, when they arrested him for this and they started looking and they're like, uh-huh. hey, naked pictures. Yeah, that's the guy. Look at him. I mean, he looks like what you would think a pedophile would look like. No offense, sort I don't of. like to make No those. offense to pedophiles. No offense You're to fine pedophiles. <laughs> I know you have all sorts of different looks. <laughs> we have so many pedophile listeners, too. And so, like, we, if you offended them just now, I'm not going to. I mean, to. when I see a guy with bleached blonde hair and dark roots and, like, Dark eyebrows and, and like a five o'clock shadow. I don't know. That's just kind of what I think of a pedophile. And, an, like. and and like just the collar of an orange. Oh, well, the orange jail issue suit that you can see, jumpsuit. Yeah, that that definitely is a tip up. Caravanza, by the way, or Caranza, excuse me. His name's Caranza. He's the the uh, education czar. Top guy, that's the Department weird, of Education. Weird well, name. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but he he's he's just a real piece of work. He's he's trying to do some shit I do not agree with. But back to David Hay. David Hay. When they arrested him Sunday, they, that's when they found the images for allegedly attempting to entice an undercover cop posing as an oh. underage boy in a Wisconsin town. Oh, a boy. This yeah. is a twist. And the, he was in Wisconsin. A he whole, likes little boys. Another twist. Well, he wasn't in Wisconsin. No, but the 
boy was in... Allegedly. Oh, he said he was in Wisconsin. I mean, the undercover cops. Yeah. I'm in uh, Wisconsin. Just a boy in Madison. I don't know. Appleton someplace. <laughs> Green Bay. You don't, you don't like my Madison reference? No, Madison's good. <laughs> Madison's fine. There's a comedy club there, too. Oh. I actually had a, a... That's the only club I've ever been in where I had a glass thrown at me oh uh, in, in mid-show. Yeah, it was a... It, yeah, this, someone winged a drink at me. Pat's act gets the audience really riled up. Yeah, it's real polarizing, and, and it, do you remember usually they just the laugh. Joke? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, it was a joke that I used to do. It was actually the 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 bit that I was selling T-shirts on. You know, like you do a bit, and you're like, oh, if you like that joke, here's a still T-shirt. Look at this, <laughs> and then uh, so you need that one to go well, right? At least it was memorable. But yeah, I, I used to say that you know, uh, boy, you know, reparations for slavery. I think it's, it's an idea that who's would at the times come for that. You know, maybe not in not in cash, not in money, but uh, you know, but for the uh, descendants of slaves, we should give them slaves. And uh, well, let's see, <laughs> what sort of slaves were they? Illegal Mexicans, of course, should be their slaves. We'll let them be the slaves. For the, but then they're going to want slaves, right? So what do we give them? I don't know. Native Americans, I guess. Indians. But then the Indians will want slaves eventually. You know what I mean? As you go down, you have to reward people. Or, uh, and then, like, what's lower than a Native American, really? Bears. <laughs> but no slaves for bears. <laughs> That's where we, we stop this. So Russia the, still has bear slaves, by the way, I'll just say. But I can't what, imagine. What? Huh? what? Bears oh, say still. I, I didn't know this was an ancient well, custom. <laughs> bear have slaves. Have you seen where they like, well, they'll like have them in circuses and they'll keep terrible things on their mouths and To keep and them nose. from biting them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like they don't want to get bitten by a bear. And, yeah. Like just leave the in bears the course alone. Of training. They yeah. don't want to be doing stupid ball tricks or whatever the fuck. Let them go to the woods and but, uh, eat a fox. I can't imagine why that joke didn't go over great. No, it went over great. No, it went over kidding. fine. He just threw something. <laughs> Maybe that was what made him I so I really mad. like this joke. <laughs> well, oh, there's your head. <laughs> he personally didn't care for it. What's weird is that I had talked to that guy was earlier he a bear before before or the Native show. American? <laughs> he wasn't even Italian. I think he might have been Italian. <laughs> there are no Italians in Madison. Guy. Yes, there are. There's everything there. Actually, it's a college town. One of my they're all broad-minded, and they were like, a, "Well, we like Italians." One of my oldest friends is Sicilian and from Madison, so I'm just kidding. There are many. Well, could not be more full of shit. <laughs> no, but he looked like my name is Earl. You know this guy, and, um, and, and I met him like in the fucking lobby beforehand. He, he approached me. He was like, "Yeah, I know who you are. You're the guy here tonight. The comedy comedian." He goes. <laughs> Hey, uh, you want, uh, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, I don't drink, but, uh, and at the time I was getting high on weed and I was like, oh. I like that other thing though. So he actually gave me some weed. Oh, I was like, what a nice guy. And then during the show, I hear this shatter behind, over my shoulder. <laughs> and I thought that the, there was a neon sign that must've broken or something. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I turned around and it was a glass and I was like, spun to a glass. And I was just curious. I mean, it was weird. I wasn't, it didn't, yeah. it didn't make me like you know, skittish or anything. I just kind of like, I went, you know how you go down under the light, you know, when you go to the yeah, edge of the stage, you know, to kind of like see past the light. And, and so like, uh, once my face is, and I, I can see when the lights on my eyes are, you know, I, standing in the aisle on the back row. He threw it from the back. Wow. He's this a guy. good arm. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, he's standing. I was like, did you, did you still, did you throw a glass of me? Did you throw a drink? And he's like, no, I didn't do it. 
But I guess I got to go. That's what he said. I didn't do it, but I guess I got to go. Not good at lying. He left. And uh, yeah. And and actually, they... He was arrested for that. Well, that's if you throw a glass or like a beer bottle at somebody, isn't that manslaughter because it can kill somebody? Well, no, I mean, if it doesn't actually slaughter a man, it's not. (laughs) You'd have to actually kill a guy. Attempted manslaughter, maybe? Oh, it could be. I mean, like, it wouldn't be in in Wisconsin, I don't think. And and certainly, (laughs) I'm I'm not a protected glass or anything. You know, I mean, I'm just some guy. Because if the glass hit your head, Oh, it would that hurt. could have been bad. Yeah. Well, you know, you can go to you can go to jail long term, like prison for attempted assault. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's proof of that. The Proud Boys are locked up now for like four years right. on a, a, for attempting to assault Antifa, which I find insane. I, I mean, it could, I, I'll explain. Okay, uh, another time. <laughs> All right, we'll save that for another time. I feel like it's the kind of thing I've already like, kind of. Um, worn out you know but basically uh they got fucked but attempted Mm -hmm. assault i mean that's ridiculous but you don't need a victim for that you don't and you need a victim for assault and antifa they wear masks and shit they were like fuck you pig (laughs) and they did they were not hurt and didn't even want to go forward with charges so clearly this was a thing now david hay with the hot tub i'm talking about david hay hi chief of staff deputy chief of staff (laughs) David, hey. Nice hair, David. Mm. He thought he was an underage boy in Wisconsin. By the way, I should tell you that the guy threw the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and then all that happened. And then, like, the next day, a bottle of whiskey and a dozen roses were delivered to the oh, club as an apology. That's like my fantasy. I want a bottle of whiskey and a dozen roses. <laughs> Men, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is throw something at me. I mean, like, to, that was meant for you, like a makeup. Thing. It was to me. It was addressed oh. to me. And I was like, I don't want a bottle of... W- I told him I don't, <laughs> I drink. don't drink. Why would he send me... That's a guy who just doesn't listen. No. And he didn't hear what I was saying properly. It was a joke about reparations, but that doesn't make it like fucking bad. Yeah. I, I've since taken out all racial material. Anything remotely racial for the simple reason... the way to go. I just don't want to want to deal with it, you know? Yeah. But like... uh the shirt I was selling was a bear. Oh. There was a picture of a bear and uh, the writing said, no slaves for bears. <laughs> that was a shirt that I thought would be a big seller. I thought that's a good idea. Yeah. It's connected to that bit. No slaves for bears. What a great shirt. And, and, and some people got it, but such a small number of people. <laughs> Got that? Got what a great shirt that was, and uh, I still—I only have one left. It's oh, around here somewhere. We will uh, see that shirt. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's not. It's if it only it fit me, I would wear it all the time. I don't believe in slaves for bears. How is that a controversial point of view? I don't know. The police investigator now for the tiny town of. Uh, oh wait, hold on a second. The police investigator for the tiny town of Nina, Wisconsin. <clears throat> Let's just back up one second. Prosecutors also disclosed how they stumbled upon the 39-year-old's praying behavior. Praying behavior. Praying behavior. I mean, I guess he sounds like a a religious guy. Yeah, that was not the best way to... Predatory it. behavior. Yes, I think there be we the, go. That uh, should be. I writing. should. I should at least be. You know, I could. I should get a check for correcting it here. <laughs> at an eleven-page, uh, in an eleven-page <laughs> filing in federal court in Wisconsin. So I guess that's happening too. A case that began when the now former educator messaged a cop. He believed 
uh, he, he believed was a teen named Colton. So a former Colton. educator messaged a cop, and he believed that was a teen named Colton, but he messaged the cop. Uh, the police investigator for the tiny town of Nina, Wisconsin, had listed his age as 18 on the dating app Grinder when Hay hey, first messaged him in July 2019. He listed his, who had listed their age? Uh, so, well, the police investigator who was pretending mm-hmm. to be Colton had listed his age as 18 on Grinder, and then and then well, it was when he first messaged him. So he starts off not breaking the law, apparently, right? Right. Uh, asking him uh, into daddies. Hey, asked uh, Colton into daddies. Colton messaged back, maybe. Are are you into young guys? I'm 14, not 18. Oh. Yes, I'm good with that. Hey, responded. Right away. He didn't even think about it. Maybe uh, we don't know. Right, we don't know. I but don't, he he, he responded. It might have it might have been a week later. Maybe he thought <laughs> that's give true. Us I made a huge assumption, but assuming yeah. that was right after he said that. Cause, just because it's written that way, but it probably was. You're probably <laughs> right. I, absolutely. Even better. Shit. Are you kidding? I don't have Cha-ching! to think about this. Fourteen. I'm definitely not going to go to jail over this. No. Oh yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, I'm good. There's no this way. Is this is a police like investigator. A- Wisconsin. <laughs> Nina, Wisconsin. That I would think be I'm in the so clear. weird if that was a cop. That makes no sense. It's not like this is a huge crime. They're constantly trying to bust people on. Right. For crying out loud. <laughs> Into daddies. The pair exchanged messages for months. Many of them graphic before finally planning oh. to meet in late December. Hey, booked a room at a local motel for uh, the rendezvous before backing out at the last minute saying his mother had an injury. And the age difference gave him pause. That was their no last chat. No that was their last chat. What are you talking about? <laughs> no 14-year-old says, gives me pause, <laughs> by no, the way. No, the 14-year-old didn't back out. Hey, back out. Oh, oh, sorry. I missed them. Right. Hey. Probably because I, I mentioned the mother, right? Because you're going, what would oh. his mother have to do with it? Right, 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 right. Oh, right. He, the, hey, use the mother as an excuse? Yeah. He said his mother oh. had an injury, which I guess would be the kid's grandmother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since he's the daddy, <laughs> that was their last chat. Cobbs nabbed Hay in Milwaukee. I, I don't understand why I'm reading about this. Wait, this, I thought this he is was a, a New York guy. I thought so too. They, I mean, Carranza is pictured here. Farina is pictured here. Uh, they, I thought the guy had. Uh, I thought this had to do with New York City. <laughs> I'm very confused. Well, it was at a near. It was at the airport the next day. They nabbed him. And they seized his phone, discovered uh, years-old pictures of an apparently underage boy in sexually explicit poses. And prosecutors reported that the teen was identical to a student Hay had as the principal of Wisconsin's... Why is this happening? Why am I reading this? (laughs) So it's not I know there's going to be a tie-in here somewhere. Uh, No, no. Definitely, he's in New York City. He's definitely in New York City. Uh, he must have been. He must have traveled there to do this. The hotel was in New York, so that was part of the. No, like- I mean, and it, the guy works here. He's a New York uh-huh. guy. Uh, okay, cops located the person now age uh, of now legal age who said he uh, he sent several photographs of David Hay in the past. Now uh, prosecutors hit Hay with child pornography charge on Friday. He also faced one count of using a computer to attempt to entice a minor with sex. 
if convicted of enticement, enticement. <laughs> I mean, come on, you can't entice. Enticement. How is entice? I mean, that's could, not the right way. They first, it's it. coercion. <laughs> then it's enticement. Next, it's going to be paying for the date. Next, it's penetration. Yeah. Well, <laughs> his he uh, faces a mandatory minimum of ten years behind bars with a possible life sentence. He also faces up to. 10 years in prison if found guilty of possessing child porn. Now, uh, he, he could go to jail for 10 years more than his life for this crime. Mm-hmm. For if, if convicted of enticement, the, the mandatory minimum of, of for enticement is 10 years behind bars. Mandatory minimum. If you entice somebody and it can be proven... Now he used a computer to entice him. I mean, like, what's the minor though? What's the enticement? Well, yeah, I guess so. But it does seem like a really weird way to phrase it. Entice. Yeah. So basically, you're just you're hitting on them. Yes, hitting on them (laughs) in an enticing way. An enticing, like with a hot tub. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Sex tub. Got a tub over here. Into daddies. You need a daddy. A Hayes attorney, Jonathan Smith, said he had an issue with sufficiency of evidence. That's interesting. You know, like if they if they've got a case, they say it. And if they don't, they go. We he looks forward to his day in court to clear his name, some shit like that. He didn't enter a plea, and uh, city officials admitted this week Hay was never fully vetted by the city's Department of Investigation, investigation, and blamed the failure on a massive backlog of six thousand background checks that oh my God. plagued the office for years. We haven't done a sufficient check in years. Six thousand. What? You don't have to vet all of them; just the ones you hire. Motherfucker. Oh my God. I mean, wait, hold on. That doesn't seem right. Six th- massive backlog of 6,000 background checks in uh, in the department in here. In all of New York City? In the, uh, I guess, the Department of Education. Wow. Education. Education. Oh uh, the DOE conducted two checks on Hay in 2016 and 18. However, the DOE, DOE check, the Department of Education check, is limited to fingerprinting and criminal database searches. Did not turn up any red flags. So, I mean, I don't know how a background check would yeah, find. That's true. It's like, do you mind if we look at your phone and see if there's any boys on there? <laughs> I mean, we sh- <laughs> we're sure you're good, but. I'm sure that nothing is going on. The DOT's, uh, excuse me, the DOI's Department of Education. The Department of Investigation's background check involves a more thorough scrubbing of a person's financial history and background, and that lapse may have concealed holes in Hayes' resume. Holes, you know, are like, generally concealed, aren't they? You want yeah. them concealed. Women conceal most of their holes. But, <laughs> but <laughs> like, what would they have found? Like, like he's not, like, charging kitty porn. Like, the you fuck know, were like, you doing in Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> that is very questionable. Why were you in Wisconsin? Were you there to fuck, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Begins with a C. Colton. There's no Colton. No other reason. Boy, they really did fucking snap up that. What a perfect fucking name for a 14 year old. Colton. You will be Colton. Yeah. You were under. You were 14. Got it. Oh, hey, Mister. (laughs) It's Colton. You know, I I had uh, an ex girlfriend who actually did that. She was a honeypot trap and pretended to be 15. Did she? Sometimes 14. Well, she was on the phone, so she did it just by phone. And she had a voice. Oh, my fucking God. Very sexy voice. And, uh, I mean, it worked on me. I mean, I wasn't, like, fucking uh, trying to (laughs) entice her or anything. 
really that's the enticement. I mean, she was good. At, I mean, like, I, look, I, I've only spoken to one person in my life where I physically got an erection from listening to her voice and only. Her. I'm not even talking about jacking it or nothing. I'm just talking about listening. Just her voice. Sorry her. to be so blunt. Well, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm, that's good. So, because <laughs> she, <laughs> I like when you're blunt. But she had, but her voice sounded childlike, or was it sort of like sexy, hard to to pinpoint how old she was? Well, apparently, it was, like Jessica Rabbit. It was, it of. was difficult. Uh, no, that's deep. That's Kathleen Turner. No, yeah, throaty. Like, <laughs> I'm twelve. Come fuck I smoked me in the four, pussy. four packs a day. Oh yeah, I love daddies. <laughs> I love to eat them for breakfast. Daddies and eggs. No, uh, she sounded like. She, could you take me to the mall? I want to do some shopping with Daddy's credit card. No, it was a. She sounded like really. Uh, she had a. I mean, she did access a childlike thing, but I mean, like it was. It's not. It was. It was just that perfect blend of innocence and sluttiness. She just had that. I don't know okay. what it was, but I mean, it was her voice and the shit she would say. She was made for sex, period. <laughs> that girl, boy, did she like sex. Oh, man. Long distance relationship, unfortunately. I mean, you know, you can imagine when you when you haven't seen somebody who loves sex with you uh, <laughs> for six months, you know, and You're then saying. they come up for three days. It's pretty much a, a fucking, you know, she leaves. You have to like hose down the whole fucking apartment and stuff. <laughs> If you care, which I didn't. Um, that story is great. Yeah. Oh, it's only the beginning as far as she is. <laughs> anyway. Well, well, I'll have to learn more A lovely, that. lovely person. And, uh, you know, a, a, and, a, and a great American, too. I'll and say that. she was serving her country trying to find molesters. I mean, she she got something like, at last count, it was in the 20s, who, who had been, you know, arrested. Wow. Who talked she was, like, almost perfect, I think. Was like, she a cop? No, they just, she was just like, <laughs> just offered her. <laughs> I don't know how you get into that. They heard her voice and they're like, hey, you know what? You can sound like a sexy 15 year old. Like, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> you want to fuck? No, I'm. Well, you see, the thing is, I think we can give you a job. Uh, <laughs> I think. Um, no, I, she was a, a caseworker is what it was mm. for, you know, child mm. protection or something like that. And then so I guess that's how she got into it. Uh Let's see. This okay. Officials initially said, "No, no, something happened here because uh, the the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reported that Hay resigned from Wisconsin school in 2011." Officials initially said the separation was mutual. Later revealed they discovered he used a, dis, uh, a district credit card for personal charges and before his arrest and firing this week. This guy made as top aide. Top aide to school's chancellor, Richard Carranza, brought in by this idiot, Carranza, who is a fucking oh, I don't know anything about him. moron. I know he's Italian. <laughs> no, Spanish, I believe. Oh, no, you're right. I don't know his Italian. <laughs> Jesus. $168,000 a year he was making as top aide to this guy so he could go. Oh, he's man. first hired in 2016 to work as a special assistant for then-Chancellor Carmen Farina. Oh, I'm sorry. Hired by Farina, Farina who also is is a dumb whore. Uh, that's the wrong word for it. She's a dumb old lady. They really do need to vet these people, these amazing They've got positions. a backlog. I mean, fuck it. 6,000. When you get to 6,000, you get to just stop. They need it's to like, hire, ah, well, it's too much. They need to hire more people for that No job. more vetting. Yeah, really. Can we, <laughs> Can hire, we get some vetters? Yeah. We don't, do we have to vet the vetters? 
We should vet the vetters. Just put them on the yeah, list. Now the list yeah. just keeps getting higher. We can't even get vetters hired because they've been they haven't been vetted. Carranza <laughs> promoted him to his uh, inner circle in 2018. Fired immediately after arrest. I told everyone, including including my I hold excuse me I hold everyone, including myself, to a high standard. What a fucking weird thing to say. If who there's any Carranza, if there's anybody who doesn't believe in fucking standards, it is Richard Carranza. Oh, I really don't. I, I gotta learn more about this person. I don't know anything. Well, here's my big beef with him. Just before we go, uh, is is that I don't like that he's trying to get rid of eliminate the testing, any testing for oh. the uh, elite high schools. Right? I mean, they're elite for a reason because you know they get people with a high fucking ability to score high on a fucking test. It doesn't even matter to me if you're like, I mean, like GPA is great. And I'm sure that that factors into it, but the test is the main thing. And uh, if they do, I mean, I like I said, he wants to get rid of that. That is an objective standard. Now the tests are graded without regard, of course, to race because it's like you, they're, oh, yes. they're numbered and shit like that. Nobody even knows their names. No one knows if it's boys, girls, black, white, or what. To me, wanting to get rid of that standard in order to increase representation of minority communities within the school is like a, a complete slap in the face to fairness. You know, I mean, like these kids are scoring high on a test. The ones who score high, it, it, what is the incentive to achieve, to get a good grade, to, to get to do well on a test? You know, I mean, you have to leave that in place, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand some kids aren't good at tests, especially if there's some sort of, you know, learning disabilities and things like that. Yeah, if it's are stupid, they're going to be bad at tests too. No, it's not just stupid. I wasn't the best test taker, but I mean... Stupid is a learning disability too, by I, the way. As long as I think they're taking other things into account, I feel like that's all that's important. And also, I don't, I don't know what the test is like. I'm sure they should have some sort of writing components and other things besides just question and answer, which some kids don't do as well on yeah, things like that. I'm sure that there's like a, yeah. all, it covers everything, yeah. you know. But, uh, he, but it's specifically regarding the race, racial issue that he wants to get rid of that. He, he of wants that. to increase representation of, of blacks and Hispanics in like Stuyvesant High School. Yeah. I think that's great. I don't know if the I mean, look, test is the way to do I'm not, that. I'm not <laughs> saying that like there's anything wrong with the desire to yeah. have to increase representation, but I mean, you it's it's another thing to say like, well, we're not going to uh, um, you know reward people who do well on the test. Your yeah. spot, you know, we had yeah. to give that up. I mean, you would think that the test was in uh, Chinese or, or Korean or something because, I mean, it's mostly Asians. It's not even yeah. mostly white. It's mostly Asians. It's really hard to compete against Asians. And, yeah, and then, of course, some Indians are in there, too. You know, I mean, they do very well in school. And they don't come from privileged backgrounds. And they yeah. didn't own slaves. And they are not the beneficiaries of any of this fucking patriarchy, you know, it's white their, bullshit. It's really their moms, though. Can we just tell, thank their moms? Not The tiger like, moms, you the mean? The tiger mom is real. Oh I my love God. tigers. Oh, my God, I love tigers. I do love tigers. But <laughs> <laughs> tiger moms are terrifying. All Most Asian men I know in particular, some women, have told me some nightmare stories. So... They About are, these mothers. Oh, yeah. Just how strict they are, how mm. much they, you know, don't let them do certain things and really push studying all these great things, but it, they take it sometimes really extreme. Huh. I wonder if um, the... So, so I guess what, it's interesting what you're saying, that basically 
it's not the kids who are at fault for their poor test. It's the mothers of these black, it's black mothers. Oh, I didn't say that. You're against Don't black mothers. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say they that. They obviously are There's not behind their kids. Fabulous black mothers out there. Hey. Sure. Hey. <laughs> Jessica Rotunda, <laughs> so good to see you here again. And uh, we will see you again soon. Is there a Yay. website or anything you want to direct people oh, to? Twitter? My name? Oh, well, actually, let's let's focus on Twitter. Jesse Roro 13. <laughs> Jesse Roro 13. Hey, that's my Twitter and Instagram. Follow me. No, is it J E S S I E? J E S S I E R O R O 1 3. My birthday is the 13th, so I find it lucky. This coming 13th. No, or a different month, October 13th. I, I was see. Born Friday the 13th. That's something else we can talk about sometime. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> it. I think we just talked about it. There's not much to say. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>